Hello and welcome to Experience Share. My name is Green Rin Fernape. Oh, yikes. That's just the full name of the Pokemon in there, Infernape. AKA Tanner Green Ring. <laughs> and I am joined, as always, by my co host, Rayquazash. Rayquaza, that's good. Black Rayquazash. Yeah, the only appearance of Black Rayquaza, I think, in the game, similar to uh, Shadow Mewtwo. Very cool looking Pokemon. In uh, Pokemon uh, Gale Darkness. I thought he looked cool, Black Rayquaza. Say it again. Wait, I got distracted. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Wait, Welcome well, to- I got distracted because Shadow Mewtwo is in Pokken Tournament, and that's the dispute. It was Shadow. It was Shadow. Um, of Lugia. Luigi. Lugia. Yeah. In uh, in Gale of Darkness. Are we gonna play Pokken Tournament? I'm terrible I mean, at fighting games. I probably wouldn't. I, I don't really think we could do like an episode. I don't think it's a series. Okay. I don't think it has legs like that. Do, I don't know. Like, does do people still play that? Does it have like a tournament scene? Why would you do that when you can play Super Smash Brothers? I don't know, because it's like a, a well-balanced fighting game that got Is a lot it? of positive reaction when it first came out. I do. Re- I remember like liking it, but I never really did it. I just, I don't really like fighting games other than Super Smash Brothers, though. Yeah, and, and Super Smash Brothers doesn't really feel like it counts as a fighting. Well, I mean, like, it's an, it's an you, iconic I don't play with game, fucking items and shit. But, like, it doesn't then feel like... Then it's a straight-up like, fighter mortal Kombat or anything you know yeah well. the 2022 pocken tournament championship series is coming to mm, somewhere somewhere <laughs> probably not that hot uh oceania okay that's i think that's a made-up airline from lost but <laughs> um whatever. well what a region to uh they're really not trying to make pocken tournament uh accessible <laughs> Maybe like, a, oh, you want to play in the world tournament? How about you get over to Polynesia? <laughs> take a take a forty eight hour flight to yeah. Borneo or whatever. <laughs> um, All right, we're, I don't think we're playing pocket tournament. I'm going to say that now. Okay, good. I didn't want to play it anyway. Let's move games. on. We are playing through every Pokemon game, kingdom by kingdom, week by week, and Josh, we are in the final episode of our fifth season. Yeah, we're finally on the cusp of being done with season five. It's been a hell of a season. Rivaling season season. three. I wonder which is the longest. I don't know. I think it's probably a toss-up. Although, no, it it must be this one because both Black and White and Black and White 2 were kind of long games. That's true. Yeah. Joshua, we're playing through Pokemon Conquest. We've beaten it. Yes, we did. It was uh, just barely for me. It was quite a journey. Yeah, yeah, you texted me. You texted me earlier today, and had made it quite clear <laughs> to me that you hadn't beaten the game yet. Yeah, but it sounds like you you got through it. I did. I did. All right. the The second battle that will the final actual battle was e- much easier for me than than the first one. Yeah. Wow. They they were both pretty difficult for me, but the second one is the only one where I actually lost someone. Um, but we'll get to that, oh. Joshua. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. We Jesus. are in the Valora Kingdom, aren't we? Let's get back on track. That's where we left off last week in the Valora Kingdom. I honestly couldn't even tell. I could not remember, could not tell you what type Valora is now. Steel? I was, just, I was just racking my brain trying to figure that out. I think it was steel. Steel, huh? I suspect so. 
That sounds right. See, see, bug catchers, like, look at us. Like, we already, we just don't even know it was steel. It was a week ago, and we've already lost track. But I have played <laughs> steel. Yeah. Well, I've it's played, confusing because it's got a snowy mountain and a fucking park. Um, I've played many hours of Pokemon Conquest since last week. I would say maybe an additional twelve or thirteen hours of Pokemon Conquest since last week, if not more. Maybe Jesus. like fifteen hours. I think I was close to seventy hours on my I, file. I, that's like rivaling top number for a main game i think it's like rivaling like some of the longest i've ever played any game in my life yeah other than maybe like the elder scrolls games and like crusaders kings <laughs> i love this game i point. think this is well we'll get to the the power ranking of both side games and games in general pokemon games in general at the end of the episode but we um we started in uh, valora and there's only one kingdom revealed to us at this point and that is um Nick Storm. Nick Storm. Or Nick Strom, as we like to call it. Yeah. Um, Nick Strom. Which is the, the ice type kingdom. You can mouse over the kingdom and get a sense of, of how strong the Pokemon are and who who's in there. Um, as you can imagine, it's all ice type and they're all pretty not all ice type. That's the thing about this game, is like each kingdom has six Pokemon in it, but four will be ice like the main type. One will be like you know something similar and then one will be like a complete screwball you know right. just to throw off your strategy yeah so like you're like oh ice type i'll just bring in a bunch of fire and then of course there's like quagsire i think it was a quagsire so i mean we we had to prepare yeah here's here's who was in nick storm for us nick storm yeah lapras water ice masharna psychic celio celio ice water Beer tick, bear tick, <laughs> beer tick, yeah, beer tick, ice, cub chew, ice, uh, mana, psychic, yeah. Um, but of course, mana is not much of a threat because all mana knows is hypnosis, except Masharna knows Dream Eater. So yeah, if you they're get stung with combo team. mana's hypnosis, then Masharna will try to hunt you down and eat your dreams. Yeah, which, to be fair, you know, has nothing to do with ice, but. It fits with the whole theme with Nick Storm being very, like, sort of shady. Yeah. Putting you to sleep and then blasting you with ice beams and stealing your dreams. Joshua, before I went into Nick Storm, I had some work to do. Obviously, I already had Embor with his big Wario womp butt. Mm -hmm. Um, I got him this week, and I was admiring that big Wario butt. And I had Charizard, so I was, like, all set on that side. But as we know, there's two water types in here, so I didn't want to just bring fire types in. So... I spent a little time this week, Joshua, mm-hmm. uh, leveling a couple of Pokemon uh, that I would like to tell you about because um, string bean. some of the evolutions in this game are quite complicated. Yeah, I did not. I'll just go ahead and tell you now. I didn't get any of my complicated evolutions. You didn't even bother? I just tried. Bothered. Uh, yeah, you know what? I basically couldn't be bothered. Um, let me, let me just look up. Down to. So the, the two I got... The two that I worked on leveling up this week was Girder to Conkledur, which evolves when the link percentage is 60%. Okay, that's yeah. d- difficult, but doable. And you must land the final blow on an enemy's warrior's Pokemon. So this is back to my problem from last week where the enemy warriors stopped manifesting in my kingdom. So I eventually just had to kind of like 
skip a bunch of days until someone showed up and then they were just like some scrub that I went and killed with Conkledur <laughs> or with Girder yeah. just so that I could evolve it into a Conkledur, which I eventually did. But that wasn't even the most complicated evolution I had because I also needed to evolve my Machoke into a Machamp, which is oh, evolves when the link I never percentage. had a good like link with Machop, so I never even bothered with this line. Oh, really? It's the same thing as the last one. So, like, I also needed to find a warrior to defeat with Machamp to get it to, or Machoke to get it to evolve to Machamp. I see. Took years to to finally get two warriors to show up in my kingdom again. Um, I, I even toyed around with releasing some just so they would come back so I could oh, defeat shit. them and, and evolve. And Machamp eventually I did. way better. Cross chop five squares starting directly in front of the user. Yeah, it's... It's way OP. Because <laughs> Conkledor has superpower, which looks kind of bad because it, it nukes your uh, attack and defense. It does, but it, it hits pretty dang hard. And it hits things that you wouldn't expect it to hit pretty hard. Oh, and like, knocks it's not, them back, too. Yeah, and it knocks them back. Um, so I went into Nick Storm with, obviously, Eevee and Wigglytuff, because you mm-hmm. always have to bring Eevee and Wigglytuff. And then Embor, Conkledor, Machamp, and Charizard. So it was just all like the biggest fighting type and fire type Pokemon I could find, the most powerful fight, fighting type and fire type Pokemon I could find in the game. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was pretty easy, breezy, beautiful for me. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have a deck that was quite that stacked, but it was also not a problem for me. I did, brought... did you bring anyone special in? You sort of just have been sticking with the main the main squad for like the last few gyms, it feels like. They end up they end up being pretty effective for most of the end game battles because I did swap out like Embor and Luxray and Lilligan were all kind of around as like my second tier. Yeah. But I brought Embor and Luxray and Vaporeon Wigglytuff and then Girder and uh, Excadrill for this one. Okay. And... It was like, I think Excadrill at one point did get killed, but like Girder, Embor, and Luxray were enough to essentially deal with all of it. I'm surprised Luxray was useful, but I guess there were a couple of water types in there, right? Yeah, it, I mean, that was the whole purpose of Luxray. Yeah. It's just like nuke them, and then, I mean, it was effective enough to just be popping off like thunders on the Masharna and the Muna. And right. then Girder could take care of, you know, Beartick and Cubchu. And uh, an Embor also is effective against everyone other than like having to avoid the Celio and the uh, right. well Lapras really because um, no they both have ice moves so that was the thing is that like none of them actually had super effective moves against fire types oh really I didn't I didn't even bother like I was like I'm not gonna send so it was any like of my kind fire of types risky anywhere near those water types <laughs> no it ended up being okay because of that the map is pretty annoying in Nick Storm. It's terrible. You know, ice ice puzzles, uh, slipping on ice puzzles. Yeah, the most like, annoying thing in the world because like this game has a timer. You know, your battles only last like however many turns. So if you're just struggling to even get, in my case, Embor over to the other side of the map on this slippery ice, yeah, then you're just kind of hosed. And of course, like you're you can be knocked back on the ice too and slip away, right? Which is and kind then- of a pain in the butt. There's, it's like the middle, there's two little ice ponds, well, water ponds, but then they have icebergs on them. And you can use that to like get to the other side, but it breaks eventually. Yeah. And then the middle of the field is pure ice. And then on the sides of it are like 
cracking ice. Oh, right. So if you yes, get yes. bumped around, it's just like in, in the main series games. If you get bumped around, there's eventually like uh, too many cracks in the ice and then like water shows up and you get flung around again. Yeah. And then uh, sometimes you have to like, like I remember Girder was like, stuck on some icicle out in the middle of the frozen lake and then rip from the headlines it's like the fucking polar bears that they're always telling us about stuck (laughs) on their little floating icebergs because of global warming and this is the consequences of global warming people girder gets stuck on an iceberg in a storm just like those polar bears he had to knock it down and move on with his move on with his life i don't know But in any case, I did have to destroy some icicles at one point to get to the other side. And then that destroys like one of the landing pads. So then you have to change your calculus. I did it in one round, but it was like one of those ones where it got down into like the single digits of turns. And it was like, yeah, I'm, you know, chasing around fucking Lapras or something. I'm pretty sure Embor never even made it into the battle. Like, I think when I ended the battle, Embor was, like, off on the far left side of the map, just, like, trying to to (laughs) slide around, you know? Because Embor only moves, like, one tile per turn. He's so big and so slow. I kept him over on the left side because the the Mana and the Masharna Masharna. were moving over on that side, and then I knew that... Uh, I could at least attack them because they were all slow. So it was like the slow lane. Can I tell you about something else I saw in Nick Storm? Yeah. When you beat it, which I did, just like the last few kingdoms, everyone flees. You don't get the chance to recruit any of the warriors or warlords in this area. Right. But the the map opens up and you can go in and you can do some some Pokemon catching. And there's plenty of nice little ice type Pokemon and some other kinds of Pokemon in here, including my... You make me barf Pokemon of the week. Oh. Um, I sent you. It's all I think coming last back night to me now. A video of it was of Saturday, my, yeah. Of my you make me barf Pokemon, um, Beldum. Mm. It uh, well. Are you gonna say it or? It looks like it's a pe- it's a penis. It looks like a giant veiny throbbing like throbbing penis. Dick. The way it a animates snicker, too. A snicker it's just sort of like. <laughs> It animates in a way that looks like a a penis sort of like spasming in ejaculation. Yeah, it's it's heavily engorged. Should we? Let's go. Let's go check it out. No, no. Surely not Beldum. We can't. Right? We can't do an interstitial without avoiding fur affinity. Surely not Beldum. I guess it, it's Beldum wouldn't be check. on fur affinity, would it? I could see, based on our description, several things that people might imagine you could do with a beldum. Is one of them um, inflation kink? You know, that honestly, that is not where my head was at. (laughs) (laughs) What happened to Fur Affinity, man? When we started this podcast, it was like, oh, let's go with Fur Affinity. We'll look at naughty images of sexy Pokemon. And now it's just like Tumblr. It's just inflation stuff. There's, it's just inflation and diapers and Are they and putting a diaper on there? like nothing, nothing sexy, you know, I mean, unless you're in an inflation and diapers, in which case, like, but this a- is probably doing it for you. But like, oh where's God. I want to see Beldum penetrating something, you know, I mean, how do you not with the front of it and the the front does the penetrating the back of it looks like a flashlight with the claw. Here we go. People Rule like 30- those dragon themed dildos. Rule 30. Beldum. XXX. Tanner, as admin at oh, oh, Fur Affinity. Rule 34.xxx has, uh, according to this... Oh, oh, wow. 
Yep, Rule34.xxx. Now that is a site that never lets us down. There's 22 images of Beldum. Yes. Oh, oh Joshua, we did it. Yeah. Look at this one. Do I dare send this to you over text Oh, message? I'm looking. I'm looking at the full page. And exactly what I thought should be happening is happening. The Beldum is everywhere you want it to be. Yep. This one is, um, I don't know which gym leader this is. Um, is it a gym leader? Oh, character, poke, female protagonist, Pokemon Go, is what it says. Oh. She's, she has a penis. Apparently she, yeah. Um, well, it says female protagonist, Pokemon Go. Right. So I don't want to misgender her, but she has a penis, and she's having sex with the, the non-eyeball end of a Beldum. Right, well, like I was saying, the fleshlight part. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. her uh, stuff is coming out the other side. She's enjoying Beldum. She's I, enjoying I it. Um, I'm enjoying it, certainly. You uh, are now. I didn't really enjoy the animation you sent me, but um, <laughs> there are, I would say, now here's a here's the other side of Beldum here with an anthropomorphized whimsicott. Is that, that what I'm seeing here? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I like this anthropomorphized whimsicott a lot. She seems yeah. nice. And the Beldum uh, And the Beldum is as penetrating well. her pretty hard. Yes. Uh, I first. Um, oh yeah, the eyes right in there. Okay, so I'm glad. I'm glad people have have really considered this and really put some work into this. We did have to go to rule34.xxx, but that's <laughs> sometimes that's what you have to do as Pokemon journalists. Yeah, so. you got to do God's work, you know, for affinity check. And it is God's work. He he made us, and he he made the person who drew this art. So that's, that's in right. there. It's all it's, it's all the Bible. part of our journey as a species. Um, so that's why you make me buy Pokemon of the Week, is that disgusting little penis Beldum. Yeah, little I boner. agree. Um, so then the only other kingdom we have left this week, Joshua, is Dragnor. That's right. Home of Nobunaga, who taunts us when we beat Nick Storm. He, he says, I'm, I'm here. And not even him. It's like some lackey of his is like Miss Oichi. Like, so good to see you again. Oh, yeah. One of the like palace you know, guards or servants or assistants or something. Yeah, because I think we we probably haven't mentioned that in a while, but Oichi is Nobunaga's sister. Did we know that? Oh, yeah. Oh, I I think I had forgotten that. Um, But yes, she she is his sister, the main boss's sister. And she's like, oh, I'm not here. I'm not I haven't come back to join you guys. I've come back with my new buddy, King Boo, and we're going to fucking mop the floor with you assholes. She thought this whole scene was messed up and she got out of there. Josh, I think it was probably about year 10. Maybe the spring of year 10 when I defeated Nick Storm and was prepared to take on Dragnor. Do you want to know what year I finally took it on? Like year, I don't know, 12? I think it was year 26. What? I sort of started to lose track at the end. 26? But I think it was 26, like 20, maybe 24 or 26. I can't quite remember. Do you want to hear about the harrowing journey I went on to, to defeat Dragnor? I guess so. I never even attempted it, first of all. I saw it there, I saw the levels, I saw the Pokemon, and I thought, okay, I'm going to get a team together. I'm going to need some ice types, obviously, right? Yeah. So, top of my list, let's find the perfect match for Cubchoo. Because back in Nick Storm, Cubchoo's are spawning in the, the training areas all the time. Right. So I'm like, okay, let's go find a perfect match for Cubchoo. Let's get this second Eevee evolved into Glaceon. Mm-hmm. And then Aya, who came with a Cubchoo and had evolved into a bear tick was only like a 90% with that bear tick. And I was like, well, that can't be right. Unacceptable. 
So I went and looked up what her perfect connection is, and it's Frostlass. So I was like, all right, got to get Aya Frostlass. Ooh, that's uh, fun. So those were my three goals. None of them were easy. Eevee requires an attack power of 91 to evolve right. into Glaceon, and it has to happen in Nyxstorm. So I went and like went to the forums from like 10 years ago when this game came out, right. and everyone was talking about this stuff. Like the IGM forums are still alive. Oh, yeah. I got a few of those tabs open. Key tips for evolving one Pokemon is to just go into battles with that one Pokemon and like mop up. So that's what I did with Eevee. I just like, I would, I, I went back to, oh my God. I went back to Aurora, the very first kingdom, our original kingdom. Right. And I just, month after month, would go in, I would battle like, like slaughter all those Bidoofs. I would battle like a Bidoof and a Meowth, you know? And like, <laughs> Get a few more percentage points. And, and I did that like months, 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 months. At the same time, I went and caught a snow runt with Aya. Oh, and nice. Never the, even saw one. The snow runt evolution guide is, or evolution expectations are bananas. You need to, it will all automatically evolve into a Glally, no matter what you do. But what you need is, you need- Oh, right, because they don't have- they don't have identified genders in this game, and it needs to be a female snow runt usually. Right, but here's the trick. It needs to be a female warrior. So in order for oh. Snow Runt to evolve into Frostlass, it has to be a 60% connection. It has to be a female warrior controlling it, which wasn't an issue because it was Aya. And it has to um, be holding a Dawnstone. Jesus Christ. Didn't have a Dawnstone. So I was like, all right, well, I'll go battle with Eevee to get it up to close to 91 attack power. And then I'll send Eevee back to Nick Storm to finish it off, and it'll evolve into a Glaceon, which I did. Mm -hmm. No problem. I mean, a huge problem. It took forever. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. But then I was like, while I'm doing that, I'll wait for one of the traveling merchants to show up again with the Evolution Stones so I can buy a Dawnstone and evolve my Snow Run. Mm -hmm. It never happened. They just never showed back up again. Oh, and I, yeah. I mean, it triggers, ran as far as I can tell, randomly. It's 100% random. Yeah. I looked it up. And someone was like, no, it's 100% random. Someone in an old forum post from 12 years ago or whenever this game came out said that they once waited 37 years for a traveling vendor to show up in their Jesus kingdom. Jesus Christ. So <laughs> I was like, is this never going to happen? But eventually a traveling merchant showed up. I bought the Dawnstone. I went and did like one quick battle with Snow Run. It immediately evolved uh, into Frostlass. Um, wow. And then it didn't take too long to to pair up Sh Shigemoto with a uh, Cub Chew and evolve right. it into a Bear Tick. That was so, a regular evolution, that one? Just a regular run-of-the-mill evolution, you know? And the whole well, time, so I have, I had at the time, seven kingdoms filled with perfect Link warlords so and nuts. warriors. 40, 42 total perfect link warriors it's like the best you've ever been at pokemon i know and the whole time i was like sitting there battling with them just to get their levels up so like i evolved my two pupitars into larvitars i evolved like oh i never got a tyranitar i just i was an evolution machine uh. this last week um so yeah it took it took hours and hours and it took i think 24 years of in-game time before i was finally ready to take on dragnor I mean, you definitely would have been ready sooner than that, but I appreciate the hustle. No, I don't think I would have been, you know? I needed the perfect team. You Three could just ice types. hurl your mon at him for a while like I did. Yeah. How was your... How was... And tell me, how did that go? <laughs> well, I uh, I managed to scrape by, I'd say. Yeah. 
Yeah. What did you? What did you? What was your approach? Tell me what your approach was. Well, I after this out break, a few of them. God, you fell for it like hook, line, and sinker that time. Classic. I could kind of tell you were like circling the drain, but I was like, <laughs> we got to just you know move the narrative forward. Joshua, welcome back, bug catchers. Welcome, welcome back. back. You were telling me about your your journeys into Dragnor. Yeah, it was pretty dark for a little bit. I'll say. You know, that's that's how it goes. That's classic storytelling, Dark Knight of the Soul. Yeah, for a couple of, couple of times, I thought I wasn't even going to pull this thing up, and I thought I was just going to have to make it part of the whole story that I, I couldn't beat it. Typical Hero's Quest. Mm-hmm. This is Joseph Campbell stuff here. But tell me, you persevered. I did. I did. Okay. I tried a few different combinations. Uh, I wanted to have an ice type... But my only option, because I obviously am not as dedicated to this game as you, was me just trying to strong arm C. Leo into it. And well, let me ask you a question, Josh. Did you play any other games over the last six weeks? Uh, yes. Because I didn't. Uh, uh, right. Yeah. That's the key difference. Yeah. I would say that's a key difference. But uh, I, I've had the experience before, so I just want to let you really revel in it. You know, yeah, just let I, you run with it. Run with yeah. the narrative. It was like a pig and slop. <laughs> Speaking of pigs, I did try Embor at one point because yep. that's that uh, Simi Sage with its surprisingly potent and upsetting leaf blade. Oh, yeah. We should mention who's in Dragnor. Oh, we should. We should. We're getting ahead of ourselves. So so Nobunaga has Zekrom, you know, the big Zekrom from yep. Black and White. Rodmaru has Dragonair. Kazamasu has Gabite. Mm-hmm. Um, Uru Kusai has Simi Sage, which who feels a little out of place here. Yeah. Except it's got this move Leaf Storm, which hits so hard. Yeah, and it's there again, as we mentioned. That one is like the defense against bringing yeah. a bunch of like water slash ice Pokemon, for example, yeah. and, and then, rock types and ground types, which is yeah. where I had a bunch. And then Narimasa uh, brought it, uh, and and Fracture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, Masahide in Dino. That's Dino? Right. What do you call that? How do you say that? Dino? I think we ended up... I've said it in a bunch of different ways. It feels like it should be... I, honestly, I, I don't know how this should be. It feels like it should be Dino. But, but because that's, that's Dino the name is the, even... That's the name of the dinosaur from the Flintstones. But Dino is just literally a nickname for a dinosaur. Dano. Dano. That's what... Smogun says. Did you know that you can just Google how to pronounce and put a Pokemon's name in and it'll pop up a little box that that says it for you? That's new if that's what's happening. Is that because Cerebi put out a pronunciation guide as well? Dano absolutely does not seem right. Dano? Daynow? That would be, that would, Daynow. What? Dano. Hit the little speaker next to it. Dano. Okay, it says Dano. Uh, That's not right. It's, it's, it's either Dano. It's either Dino. No, or that's a Dano for me. Dino or Dino. I like Dino. Yeah, I like Dino. <laughs> Any, anyway, you know what? Um, it's our podcast, and we're gonna pronounce it however we want. Weirdly, like the dragon types, like Dragonair and Dino, were like they had sort of the weakest moves. Dragon Tail, Dragon Claw, and Dragon Rage are what all the 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 dragon type pokemon had and they just didn't hit very hard yeah i think those were the two weakest easily dino and uh dragonair dragonair yeah 
Dragonair was so slow. Like, the setup is like a hallway, like a great hall of like a castle. And then it's yeah. got, and it's kind of like a, yeah, it's like a, it's like a, a lightning zigzag. Bolt or like a yeah, zigzag. lightning bolt. That makes sense. And then it's got every other uh, square. There are then two opposing, like, like pylons p- or like pylons, yeah, nodes or something. And they will alternate between blue, red, yellow, and gray or like white. No, they, they'll alternate between like six different colors. Or more. I it's feel like a ton. I never saw more than those. It's fire, water, electric, grass, ice. Oh, grass. And dark. Damn. I okay. I don't remember ever getting hit with ice or, or dark, but I did Well, the grass. thing is, if you bring a bunch of ice-type Pokemon into this gym, the ice ones will heal you. Right. So I just camp my ice guys around the, the ice nodes. I kept my Vaporeon around the water ones for water absorb as well. Yeah. And then the the gray ones will heal you, heal any Pokemon around uh, around the pylon. Right, and and if you get if you trigger a pylon, like if you trigger a yellow pylon and it zaps you with electricity for the next turn, it will be gray. Yeah, and then it'll go back to being yellow. And and they'll like rotate occasionally, so yep. it's hard to keep track. Most of of Nobunaga's mon or uh, you know his his army here have moves like dragon tail i remember was one i think dragonair maybe has that but they can whip you around and like knock you back yeah, so knock you back their mon are all trying pylons. to like push you into the pylons danger zones yep which which is if, on either side of them so you're safe if you're diagonal to a pylon yeah but if you're adjacent to it you will get zapped yeah, and I remember there was one battle, because I did this several times. There was one battle when Dragonair, like, had limped its way out far enough, because it's so slow. Yeah. Reshiram's, like, way in the back, and it usually also comes out, like, a third of the way through the battle or something. And his whole strategy is trying to draw you over to where he is. So you Wait, learned, did, did like, yours have a Reshiram? Oh, Zekrom. I don't know. I still don't know what they... The black one. Zekrom. Oh, okay. Fine. I, I just thought maybe, like, it was random or, like something triggered like the the final dragon that he gets but. no it's the running theme apparently of this episode is like we can't remember shit like i still no. couldn't barely apparently tell you the difference between zekrom and reshiram despite oh no i couldn't either except one's, one's black and one's 50 white. hours into those games yeah yeah zekrom hangs out in the back and it's got can easily be a one-hit ko bolt strike depending yeah. on who it kills but i remember dragonair got out at one point and like started using dragon tail and it would just start whipping my mon around because it has kind of like an L shape. Yeah, move, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a like a knight in a in chess. Yeah. And then it would just bang them around into like the uh, pylons, and that one I lost because of Dragonair, which was really disappointing. I don't know how you got through this without an ice type. Cause well, like, so I tried Celio for Zekrom a bit. and 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 uh, Dragonair were both really difficult without an ice type because of that whippy move. Well, yeah, but I had I so my winning combination became uh, Vaporeon, Wigglytuff, Rhyperior, Girder, Pupitar, Excadrill, and the reason for that is that Rhyperior and Pupitar can do super effective moves against Zekrom. Yep, and then Excadrill because was, he's Dragon Electric, and and that goes the same for Excadrill as well. So okay. three of them had super effective moves against Zekrom, which is really what I was like beelining for. But then like Rock was effective on all of them other than Simi Sage. 
And so I could have a front line of like wiggly tough Vaporeon's hopefully posted up by like a blue pylon and like being able to heal. Yeah. And then I've got Girder as the front line and then I could have Excadrill kind of moving around and it, hitting them with Drill Run. But then Rhyperior is just flinging Rock Wreckers and then Pupitar is doing Rock Slide. Yeah. So they could stay hanging out further behind. But it was still like, I mean, I think I played at least six times. I lost. <laughs> I was well, just like. Should we talk about the final team that you brought in and do and just do level check while we're here? Oh, yeah. Well, I kind of spoiled it. But yeah, let's. Oh, yeah. You, so you we just, should do. You link just check. said your whole team. Because I had other ones in the mix. But. Let's say it again. But I will say that I um, don't know what my team was. I only know this because I did take a... I don't think it was maybe the final iteration. I think their numbers probably went up, but I did take a photo at one point of the winning team. When you beat the game, it resets your game. Yeah. <laughs> like, this isn't the final level. We we are going to talk about the Infinity Tower, too, because there is one final level within Dragnor that you have to defeat. But when you beat the Infinity Tower, like, credits roll, and all the warlords go back to their kingdoms and everything resets and i was like i didn't i didn't take a screenshot of my team <laughs> or their levels or anything uh or my kingdom so i i'm kind of guessing at a lot of of what i had but uh it sounds like you managed to get a screenshot in time yeah fortunately it's the historian in me you gotta document historic events all right rattle through them quick uh it's joshua vaporeon 533 Uichi wigglytuff 393 shengen riperior 400 takahisa girder 350 katsuyori pupitar 313 masatoyo excadrill 403 was like really good and then i mentioned lilligant was around a lot i got that evolution um and that was joshi sweetie that i should say is my honorable mention oh yeah Honorable Sweetie, Lilligant, beautiful design, and yeah, yeah, yeah. like usual, Pokemon. sexy, very sexy, and it also had Petal Dance, which is its classic move, yep. but it's very good in this game because it does, it attacks like top, bottoms, left, right, around the, pet, the Lilligant, and then uses it twice in a row, and it's like devastating damage, and then it can't move, like it doesn't, right. equivalent of like getting confused, I guess, can't move for like a turn. But then it's like back in action. I just thought it was great. And I wish I could have used it in these final two battles, but it just wasn't a good match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I managed to do my goal of getting an all-sexy Pokemon team for King Boo. All-sexy, um, huh? I think so. I can't, Like I said, I can't quite remember, but here's here's how I know I went into the, the, the final battle in Dragnor with Nobunaga with was King Boo, Glaceon. I managed to get that Glaceon. Se- I think sexy. Oichi, Wigglytuff. Sweetie and sexy, the line is kind of getting blurred here, but I guess yeah. I'll allow it. Aya, Frostlass. Definitely. Shigimoto, Beartick. Um, Shingen, Rhyperior. Well, with the little laugh and the smile. And then Soun had Larvitar. Um, I struggled Wait, to figure out who my... Tyranitar? Tyranitar, not Larvitar. Tyranitar. I struggled okay. to figure out who was who I was going to bring into um, into that sixth slot. I had a lot of options. Um, what I ultimately decided was Tyranitar looks enough like a dragon that maybe the game will cons- just count him as a dragon type. <laughs> yeah, and he'll yeah. be super effective against all of the dragons. Um, that ended up not being the case, but he was, still was very useful. 
being well, a rock he's got ground. Stone Edge, and, and yeah, Stone like Edge I said, like Rock was good brutal. in this battle. It's so hard. Well, and it was great also because it that didn't go without saying Zekrom with the Bolt Strike doesn't affect any of those Pokemon, right? Any yeah, ground yeah. types. So that was the other strategy there. Yeah. So and Tyranitar just looks cool. Um, oh, yeah, I I also really thought cool. about bringing in Agron because I have an Agron too. Um, of course you but do. But the Steel type just didn't seem to make sense with any of the, especially Reshiram. I I was a little worried that that would hit hard. So Zekrom or Zekrom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that was my final team I don't know what levels they all were but I do know that this gym this kingdom starts at 2400 and then like can sort of evolve over time or grow over time and I think it was around 2500 when I finally attacked it and I know that I had at least 500 points on them so I think my entire team had cleared 3000 power by the time I went into definitely uh, not me what did I get by the time that I went in there Mine was 23.92, and then his was 22.25. Oh, uh, he was he was 25-something for, for me. That's not the end, Joshua. No. Because once you beat uh, Nobunaga, he runs into the Infinity Tower. And yeah, there's some grand animation of, like, this tower just lighting up. Some of the iconic warlords that we've met, like that little rascal Hideyoshi and his yeah. Infernape, come back to, to wage war against you one last time in the Infinity Tower. And it is revealed, the, the Nobunaga's grand scheme is finally revealed to us at this point too, which is that he wants to, oh wait, we're, we're skipping so much. Okay, you beat Nobunaga, he yeah. flees. You go into the Infinity Tower and they're waiting for you in the middle of the map is Arceus. Yeah. And Arceus is like, come and get me. <laughs> like, he literally just says it to you. He says, come link with me. Joshua, I've been waiting for you. <laughs> Join with me. So you go and link with Arceus. Yeah, you still have to do the linking, like, bongo minigame. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, though. It moves faster. Oh, it took me, I think, three. I had to do three rounds. You're trying to catch God. So then um, he popped off a couple of... Uh, judgments or whatever his fucking move is yeah on my vaporeon on top of it yeah um but then you don't have to worry about your vaporeon because as soon as you catch arceus he becomes your your lead pokemon in your main warlord's party yeah and he's got some dope abilities like omniscient because he's he's got yeah so he can uh he heals every turn he has like i think pokemon have reduced accuracy attacking him although i felt like Rayquaza had that too, because that thing fucking all my moves missed. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know what it was. So yeah, you get you get Arceus, and then all the warlords and Nobunaga come back. Nobunaga has swapped out his Zekrom for the intimidating Black Rayquaza. Cool as hell. Who's dragon flying? Mitsuhide comes back with Lapras. We see No again with Miss Magius. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ayasu with Agron, yeah. Hideyoshi with Infernape, and Ranmaru with Lucario. So these are like some of the uh, the diehards of the Nobunaga fandom who now have like leveled up Mon. Like yep. it's the final evolutions of a few of these characters who we've seen who are spitting in our face as we were trying to conquer Ransai. Yeah, exactly. They attack and, and it's the, the final battle of the 
the game. I had the foresight. It's like Final Joshua. Destination. The I don't the board. Oh yeah, it is like Final. It's Destination. just like there's uh, a kind uh, of a stairs up in the middle, but then everything else is just flat. Yeah, and a NASCAR tire uh, hit me in the head and took my head off in a pretty gruesome display. Oh, sorry. And a big was, chunk of metal chopped off the top I, of my head. That's right. one of those rare events that I forgot they scripted into this game too. But and I it didn't trigger for me. <laughs> I was trying to avoid death, and I, I choked in the shower. Have you seen all those Final Whoa, Destination movies? I haven't seen all. Oh, wait. I've skipped. Bobby has a specific order for them. I've skipped some of them, but oh, I've I seen. I would love to hear the order. Let me get this. I've seen all of them. I'm almost certain. Even though they, they start with. The whole premise of the film is like everyone dies in a pretty graphic, fiery plane crash. And the one thing I'm most afraid of in this world is flying in an airplane. So I don't know why I keep watching these movies because they just keep showing that plane crash scene over and over again in every movie. And then which one has the like brutal? I mean, it's all ugly. The the, the bathroom scene? one too. Is the bathroom horrifying. one is two. Yeah, two. I I remember because Devin particular. Sawa I think thinks he has escaped death, but then death finds him in his apartment. Right. There's one where like everyone dies on this like collapsing bridge at the beginning of the movie. I think yeah. it might be three. That one's. Pretty I think bad. so. I think that's. I think it's maybe. I think it's maybe that I've seen the first three and then not four, and then the fifth one. Yeah. I think that it's that Bobby does not like the fourth one in particular. There's one that's 3D, and maybe that's three. And I remember that one being pretty bad. Yeah, it's either three or four. Is the they're one. all bad? Let's. Uh, let, I sorry. Let, let's. They're bad. Oh, movies. I I would say sure, but I think it's like it's like good bad, and it's yeah. like it's clever about how they set up the connections between each of the movies and yeah. like and the, the characters that remain incredible. around and like. The lore, I think, is good. I think so it's. Creative. I think it's pretty good for what it is. Yeah. Are you? Are you? Are you patronizing me, or are you? <laughs> you agree with me that no? It's I, that's clever. what I was. I was saying that the the death scenes are very cl- creative and clever. Yeah, yeah. You only watch it for the death scenes. You don't even need to watch the movie. The, it has essentially no plot. Just go to YouTube and watch a compilation of the death scenes, and you'll be set. Yeah, that's a much more efficient way of doing it. I had the foresight to bring in a, an extra special team into Infinity Tower, which essentially just means that I swapped out Tyranitar and Frostlass. I took them off the team. How did that Frostlass handle? Great. Okay, and also Bobby says the best ones are 1, 2, and 5. Okay. I and I have that. seen 1, 2, 3, and 5. F- okay. 4 is the worst one. Is 4 the one with the NASCAR scene? Um, may- that maybe. That's the intro to 4, I think. Uh, a bunch of people die in a big NASCAR accident. Um, so anyway, I took I oh, took yeah. Tyranitar. <laughs> three, fr- three is bad, but it has the tanning death. That's right. That's good. That one is so bad. Oh, yeah. it's it's I I can't even think about it. And I brought in Conkledur and Gallade, just because Conkledur hits so hard, and I just love Kenshin and his Gallade, and I felt bad. That I do I like that Gallade. Oh, I tried that at one point in um in the original Nobu Naga battle. And it's for his NASCAR. So that's why I didn't know that. Oh yeah, that one's very bad. I think that's the 3D one. During the second Infinity Tower battle, I only, I, I once again, just like easy breezy, beautiful cover girl, but I I did lose one warlord in the in the fray, in the fracas. And fittingly, it was Oichi. Wow, okay, just one. But then also, of course, yeah, I lost Oichi as well. I mean, Wigglytuff is useless in these battles, except for healing. Only good as a healer, and then 
rarely if you can get the pokemon on the other team clustered enough yeah but hyper more than two of them it just doesn't hit very hard no even when she's like so bad beefy um it just doesn't hit very. i think that's one letdown is that you know the secondary character that you have to use for this whole first part is like just not great yeah without just taking a hit and like going for a lesser link but um, yeah i surprisingly i didn't remember what the hell is going on and i was also like well i these are basically my best pokemon other than like Gallade and like lilligan basically so i just went in there again and it was fine yeah i lost wigglytuff I mean, it, it doesn't hurt I lost you have a god on your team. Yeah, Arceus is definitely very useful because of the healing every turn. And I got lucky where, like, Wigglytuff's lullaby, like, hidden move, oh, yeah. triggered while it was around Rayquaza, Rayquaza. and put yeah. it to sleep for, like, three rounds. <laughs> and Rayquaza so then I was hard. Yeah. Uh, and I was able to, like, clear the field for the most part, and then... Um, I just had Rhyperior set up to keep lobbing rock wreckers and th- at least two or three missed, but then one finally landed because it was always like 46% accuracy or something. Yeah. And then that did 110 to Rayquaza. And then by the time it came out, um, it did like, I think I had two Pokemon left, but Ar- Arceus at that point could just take care of it. Yeah. Um, Rayquaza knows Dragon Pulse. Uh, which is a pretty hard-hitting move if you if you happen to get caught up in its wake. Yeah, um, but there this unlike the last battle. So the other battle in Dragnor has a fifteen-turn time limit, which is that was so short times too. Yeah, <laughs> um, and like when you start that battle in the Dragnor proper with the pylons, the other team for like I would say two or three turns didn't move. Nobunaga's team just hung back and like waited right. for me to approach them yeah and there was one iteration that i lost because it was down to just riperior and zekrom yeah. and so zekrom can't damage riperior but riperior only has rock wrecker so and so it, i would get one of them off turn. and then i can't use it and then he just ran out the fucking clock and then yeah. he's like he he i'm like you little shit but this one doesn't, the second battle in Infinity Tower does not have a limit, so you can really oh, take your time. You can really and I should space. say, for those of you like Tanner who didn't lose to Nobunaga, yeah. he says the thing, the reference to the original game, it's based on Nobunaga's ambition, where if you lose to him, he goes like, oh, like, what's wrong? Surely you must defeat Nobunaga to achieve your ambition. Oh, like, oh, okay. I, I didn't get that. At least I, I got get, that. I never got that Easter message. egg out of this. Yeah. Yeah. I never got it. So, but his see that. final form was nothing. Yeah. No, his final form sucked. And then <sighs> roll credits. You, yeah. You learn that like Ar- Arceus is pleased with both of you, which was kind of true because Nobunaga goes into like his pitch, which is yeah. basically the same as ours. It's essentially like this kingdom of Ransai was just being torn apart by war and like people don't value their Pokemon's connection anymore. They only value them as tools. Right. And I'm like, okay, I mean, that's basically what we were doing. But then he takes a pretty hard left turn because he explains that and you're like, oh, I'm on your team. And he's like, and I found the, uh, I finally figured out the best way to, you know, end the fighting and return peace to the Ransai region. And it's to kill Arceus. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to kill God. And that is how I'm going to bring peace to the kingdom. That always works out, right? 
Yeah. Um, but then you, but then, when you beat him, he flees to the top of his tower like fucking uh, Saruman. Yeah. And is like sulking at the top of his tower, like looking down on everyone in the Ransai region, like having... An uh, orgy. Like an orgy. It's like the end of uh, Phantom Menace where everyone is just sort of like having a galaxy-wide party. Um, oh, yeah. And like a tear falls from his eye and a smile like creeps across his face because he's finally achieved world peace yeah and, and by uh, he i mean we and yeah and, and then we are we're entrusted with ransai because arceus is so impressed yep and then and then smash cut yeah the game just fucking resets <laughs> yeah you lose all your pokemon you lose all your kingdoms you you keep your items i think i don't know i, I sort of lost track of what you do and do not you keep, keep the like the last tab with the stones and stuff, but it's confusing because you don't keep everything else, even I though it kind of words it like that. And it's basically know. like, you know, in, in making like a legendary skill in Skyrim or like yeah the new game plus in Ghost of Tsushima, where like we got all of our abilities and shit, but like we have to like kind of do it again. Yeah. <laughs> and in a kind of weird way, I yeah, did it drops you into one, this but menu I think called you did more. side stories and yeah. it initially gives you nine side stories to choose from um but there are 33 total and did i see in the notes that you said some of them require wi-fi there are like special events but i think um, there's and, there's like six or six or seven wi-fi ones too not that there would be anything there for you to even do because all the warriors went back to their kingdoms, but you can't get back to the Ransai region like your proper game with like King Boo and Joshua until you beat all of the side stories. <laughs> right. um, so they really want you to do this. We didn't save ourselves a ton of time to do this. I ended up doing about two and a half. I mean, this would have been another like this would have been season five. I think this is like this is the game. Like this, everything up until now was tutorial, and like this is the actual game. Yeah, and this is where like you know the with the new game plus stuff, it's like so you go back to just each story puts you in the storyline of like one of these warlords, right? And then you get their Pokemon. Like I did the one that was Genshiu because Genshio because it was like. She hates defeat the most, but she reluctantly will take part in this beauty contest that's sweeping the land. <laughs> I was like, you know, I understand about trying She's to be the beauty. greatest beauty. I can get that. Why wouldn't yeah. you want to be Ransai's greatest beauty? Um, and it's like, that's why I was thinking of the orgy, because the setup is like, it's an age of opulence. And people just want to know who's the fairest of them all. Her mission is called Pride and Precociousness, and it is That's one of the easier good. ones, even though it does require you essentially just beating half of the game again. Yeah, you have to beat seven kingdoms. You have to beat seven kingdoms. And yeah. you're on your back foot. Like, you just get Luxray. Because you start over. Yeah, yeah, you start over as Genshiyu, and you've got Luxray, and that's it. You know? And when you get the only thing that's continuous, so it doesn't make all of your perfect link work pointless is that when you get a warrior again or warlord again and there's somebody who you had changed their pokemon you get those pokemon back yep. but you had to go through all these stories and get all these people again yeah um i played Truly i played wild. a little bit of ginchoyos that's the last one i did so i didn't beat all seven kingdoms one of the fucking missions that it gives you is essentially just beat the game again <laughs> it's like reunite all of ransai it's like i just did that it took me 70 hours. What the hours. hell happened here? What do you mean reunite all of Ransai again? Like, did I, just I run did it, it into the ground? 
Uh, one of the other ones is like catch a hundred Pokemon. I have no idea if I even did that in my main playthrough. I doubt oh, it. I did There's only two hundred Pokemon in this game. I took a photo of that too because there was a. They got a little number count at the end, so I found out that I had forty-five unique warriors, and then I only had fifty-three Pokemon? unique registered Pokemon. But I See, had a hundred. Would be so hard. <laughs> You yeah. have to catch 100 to beat this, to beat, I don't even remember whose it is, but the only other ones I played were Mitsunari, who's that like white haired androgynous kid who we see throughout the game. That little twink, yeah. They're in, them and their, their two little cronies each control a kingdom in this scenario, and all you have to do is play as Mitsunari and beat four kingdoms, so that one was pretty quick and easy. Um, yeah. And then I played... Kenshin's Quest 2, The Joy of Battle, which was pretty fun. The The objective is to beat five kingdoms, but you have to do it before uh, Kenshin does it. Kenshin's on like the other side of the map, also okay. trying to defeat kingdoms, so you're sort of racing to defeat the most kingdoms. Um, I did it instantly, and Kenshin didn't even like make a move to go. It or Shingen. Like Shingen, sorry. So that one was pretty easy. But then I just you know ran out of time and didn't do any of the others. Yeah, and now I got to go play XY, so I probably won't do anymore. But what a fun but game! Would you? Josh. you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, I like, I love this game. Like, this game is very fun as a game, it's not cool. just a Pokemon game. Like, I would. It's really well done. Keep playing this. If the I didn't balance have is there, other games to go play. Yeah, yeah. Um, this one feels tough to leave behind because we. This is the least far of any of the um, the side games that we've done. Technically, I'm surprised in it terms wasn't a completion. bigger success you know like i hear you hear about like coliseum you hear about mystery dungeon you hear about like all of these side games but you never really hear about conquest i just thought it was great yeah i'm gonna I did definitely too. say it's my favorite side game that we've ever played um and i would say maybe it's amongst my favorite pokemon games i think i would be it would be hard for me to say that i still prefer it over coliseum it, i might actually I think if I could get back into it and really sink my teeth into it, it would easily overcome Colosseum or like Gale of Darkness because the longevity, none of these side games really have the longevity that this one has other than Pokemon trading card game game for Game Boy Color. (laughs) But even that was like a Game Boy Color game. So it's like it only had so much cart space, you know, they couldn't program that much into it. Those are my top three. It's hard for me to really rank them, though. Yeah, it's like Colosseum Conquest trading card game. Oh, I think mine are. Minor Conquest, Ranger, and Trading Card Game. All right. I respect Loved that. Ranger, too. Yeah. What fun, Joshua. What a great time. If, if you If you haven't played Pokemon Conquest, I sincerely encourage you to go pick it up. Either, you know, get a if you don't want to spend $100 on the cart. But don't don't tell the FBI I told you that. Okay, please. No. You didn't hear it from us. It's redacted. Um, it's redacted. I'll I'll bleep it. But you know what I said. <laughs> it was a three-letter word that started with R and ended with M. Mm-hmm. And there was an O in there somewhere. Yeah, uh, somewhere. Joshua, that's it. Season that's five, it. done. Pokemon Conquest, done. Pokemon wow. XY and season six starts next week. Hopefully, it's you've all insane. found your carts by now. I pray One you One way or another. If you want to do a gimmick, you're welcome to. Josh and I will be going gimmickless this season. We're Playing just a, a little- game. I think we're a little fatigued on some of the more restrictive gimmicks we've done over the last couple seasons. We need so, a refractory period. Yeah, we're going we're going clean until we're ready to 
I guess, come again to follow your analogy. Oh, okay. Um, go that Didn't have to go there. Joshua, bug catchers, please do. Uh, Joshua, bug catchers. <laughs> my name has been Green Rin Fernape, and I am joined, as always, by my co host, Ray Quasash. Please do rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and do follow the show wherever you follow podcasts. And do follow us at EXP Share Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And with a new season and a new mainline game, that means you can play along and do level check with the rest of the bug catchers on the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bug catchers, where we do trainers of the week. Uh, we still have to report back on our battle with the winner from the previous season, but... Uh, Who's currently backpacking through some jungle somewhere. Backpacking in Thailand. Yeah. So hopefully we will hear back soon. Yep. And we will set that up, and then we will tell you how that battle went. But the winner was 31E-Draw on the subreddit. So uh, number one trainer of the season e for Black and White 2. And you can do that, and then we can go through several weeks of trying to plan out battling you. Yeah. If you did the best for X and Y. It's like y. pulling teeth, trying to coordinate <laughs> a battle with the two of us. Yeah, it's it's ugly. Uh, um, and we've then, got some more merch on the yes. way. I'm, I'm currently trying to find the time to design it, but um, we're hoping it will be up in the first couple of weeks of X and Y. You can find that at expsharemerch.com. That's right. Anything else? Uh, yes, actually, past Tanner, there is something else. It's me, future Tanner, from when you're editing the episode. Uh, you, next season, are going to name all of your Pokemon after bug catchers. All they need to do is tweet about the show or post about the show on Instagram in a way that is organic and doesn't feel forced. And if they want to, DM us and let us know. All the better. But uh, we'll do our best to notice those. And we'll reach out for permission. And we will um, name some Pokemon after bug catchers next season. So please do start tweeting about the show. Uh, Josh, take it from here. No. All right. I will see you in the Kalos. blah blah region. Kalos. What was it? The Kalos. Kalos region. France. I'll see you in the Kalos region. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, bug catchers. Goodbye, Joshua. Smell you later. <laughs>